Mom, do it in a minute. Mom, said I'll take the garbage out in a minute. Living in your parents' basement? Or divorced and paid in child support for four kids, three of which aren't even yours. But you thought you'd be progressive and adopt them. And now your ex is making you pay because she already took everything, including your soul. Always wanted your own podcast? Well, I've got some news for you, pal. Download the Anchor.fm app. It's free and easy to use. A couple of touches of buttons, and it pretty much does all the work for you. With it uploading to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other listening platforms, your ex Karen is going to find your podcast about how much of a bee she really is in no time. And when she gets mad and wants to speak to the manager, you know that manager is you. And that's one thing she can never take away from you. Anchor.fm, why not give it a try? You can make money off of it. And by the way, Check out the B&B Sports Show podcast. Whoa! Look out now. Ben and Brian's show coming at you. We are going to do the top 10 tight ends this time. PPR Standard League. I'm Ben, of course. This handsome devil right here. And this ugly fucker to my side. Well, actually, this side one, it's done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not ugly. I'm still ugly, yeah. I guess. Go ahead and say that. I'm Brian. He's Brian. <laughs> also known as the Gorilla Man. Okay. So, now, we'll go ahead and kick this shit off. Uh, I'll start out first this time since he did the wide receivers first last time. And I'm going to go ahead and go with my number 10. And that is Greg Olson, Seattle. Uh, granted, Greg Olson's always been injury prone in Carolina. Um, it might not change that well in Seattle. They do have some pretty decent guys around him with uh, – Disley. But uh, knowing that Russ loves to throw to his tight ends, I see him making a leap back to the top 10 and being in the 10th place. <clears throat> that's that's a crazy you know prediction. I think that might be a sleeper, but I don't know. It'd be tough to go that far for him anyways, but um, let's see. Uh, I'm doing kind of like a little bit out, outside the box. Pick well, with my hate book. is what you is. Hate it. Just kidding. I don't give a fuck. So, anyways, I'm going to go with uh, Noah Fant. And the reason why I think he's going to be – he's he started coming along a little bit better towards the end of the last season. Um, if he can work on his not, you know, jumping off sides or holding calls against him, um, I think he's going to have a breakout season this year. Um, it might be putting him up there. I think my me being a Hawkeye fan and him, you know, being a Hawkeye alum, I think that's where a lot of it kind of like a little bit. I'm a little bit of a homer on that one, but just the fact that I think he's got the quarterback, you know, and Jake Locke uh, that can get him the ball. Um, he can definitely, you know, 
he has really great hands and stuff, and he he can he can you know have separation uh, from the defenders. So I actually think that Noah Fant's going to have a breakout season. I think he will be a top ten tight end this year, and guys, the limit for that kid. All right. So my number nine is Eric Ebron. He got traded to Pittsburgh last year. Uh, I think he kind of fell off only because, look, look who they had for quarterbacks. Um, granted, I'm not really high up on Big Ben much lately, uh, but Ben is better than fucking old helmet head and uh, the duck commander. Uh, so uh, also the fact that they only still have uh, Juju as their number one receiver. Uh, I think Ebron gets a lot of targets with Big Ben, and that's why I have him number nine. Yeah, that's a pretty good pick. Um, I went with uh, Austin Hooper uh, coming out of uh, Atlanta. He was a really good target for uh, Matt Ryan last season and many seasons before that. Um, I think that him being there has a lot of uh, veteran leadership, and he's going to show a lot of the younger kids because, you know, you have Joku or whatever, how do you pronounce his last name, um, there still. But I think he's going to take over the number one position for the tight ends for the for the uh, Browns, and I think that he will probably help guide Baker Mayfield in becoming a better quarterback and getting a little bit better reaction time and stuff. So, I think he's going to break out as a pretty decent top 10 tight end this season. See, that's why I don't have him in the top 10. I'm going to go back with my same reasoning with the receivers of Odell and Jarvis. Austin Hooper is good, but Baker Mayfield sucks. I just – I can't get on that guy, man. I can't get on the Browns because of him. Um, you seem to have high hopes on him again. I think you're getting – falling for that same old rap that happened last oh. year. Same well, old song and dance. I, I was against them last year because, like, you know, I always said, like, everybody looks good on paper. Um, they had what looked like a Super Bowl caliber team last year, but you just had too many divas on one team, and it's hard for chemistry to set in. So I think one year, you know, they're all together and everything, and I think they're going to start getting more well-equipped with each other, and I think that's going to help. Baker Mayfield's confidence later on, too. See, I, I, I had Browns pretty high, and it's just – even if the, you say it with all the divas, I thought they got a well probably fine, but minus Miles Garrett going off the hook and blasting the old boy in the head. But you see they have the one glaring hole, and that's their number one quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I, he hasn't really, you know, Baker Mayfield hasn't really done anything to prove that he's worthy of a top, you know, quarterback rating or, or to being a really good quarterback. Um, I think he just, he was just really cocky um, coming out of college, you know, out of Oklahoma and Heisman Trophy winner. So I think that just hasn't transpired into the NFL. Uh, I don't think it will eventually. I mean, I, I mean, look at previous Heisman Trophy winners. They haven't really always panned it out uh, quarterback-wise uh, for most teams. So that's why, I mean, you're right so far. Uh, he hasn't been worth a shit. So maybe this is a proven, proven, proving season for him to, to show up and show out. 
Well, if he doesn't prove his ass, then they're going to stick in old Case Keenum and see if that uh, guy does a Cleveland miracle like he did in Minneapolis, a little Minnesota miracle. Yeah, could be. But all right, am I, are we on my number eight now? Okay. Yeah, number eight. Okay, you just did your nine. All right, my number eight is your number 10, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, my number eight is no fan. Um, yes, I'm being home. I'm glad I'm not too. the only one. I'm, not, I'm glad I'm not the only one. And that's the um, thing. Like, uh, well, here's the thing. Like, look at who you're wearing right now, George Kittle. Like, I picked George Kittle his rookie season, and every fucking year after that, he was my number one. Like, between like like first three picks, I was always grabbing him. And they're like, "Why the hell are you picking him up so damn early?" And then he showed out just as well as you know, like as most people do. So. And that's why I'm thinking Noah Fant's going to have the same, you know, eventually he's going to get to that same caliber as George Kittle. Yeah, to be on your point before, if he cleans up his uh, mistakes, I mean, he's athletic as hell. He was very athletic in Iowa, and he's got a better quarterback in not Jake Locke, but Drew Locke. <laughs> as I say, Jake Locke. <laughs> okay, but yeah, he's athletic. Uh he cleans up everything in sophomore season. He's got the the, the first-year jitters at him, the rookie jitters out. Uh, I think that he makes the leap. Um, but, yeah, maybe we are homers with this, but I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Well, if we were true homers, we would have put uh, TJ Hawkinson in our top ten, too. So and I, I didn't put him up there because of that bad injury he had last season. Yeah, I don't, I don't have them either. But you go ahead with your number eight. Okay, my number eight, I'm going with Jared Cook uh, for the New Orleans Saints. Um, he's been pretty reasonable, pretty decent, uh, you know, tight end over the last few years. Kind of had a, a wasted seasons down in Oakland. So I think he, he's finally getting his rhythm again with uh, – a decent leadership as as a good quarterback for Drew uh, <clears throat> Drew Brees. So I think his numbers probably won't be like majorly good, but he'll he'll definitely because like you said too, with having um, Michael Thompson and and uh, um, Emmanuel Sanders probably being a lot more. What I say, <laughs> Michael <laughs> Thompson, Michael Thomas. Thomas, I said, dummy. My he bad. said Thompson. It's been a long day. I was just gonna troll your ass every video, you know that. <laughs> Whatever. So uh but with those two being on the team, they're gonna get a lot of double coverage, so he's gonna be open for quite a bit of uh, reception. So that's why I got him at my number eight. All right. So my number seven makes the leap this year from last year. Um and this touch bases up your wide receiver leap and my tight end leap is Jack Doyle for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, because of the fact that also Philly Ribs likes to throw to his tight ends too, just like Russ. Uh, so I'm going to see, we're going to see a lot of targets his way, a lot of, a lot of more <laughs> catches, a lot of more touchdowns, just a lot of more overall everything. Uh, we're going to see a pretty good Colts team this year. I, pretty confident in it and I'm pretty sure it's not going to be the same as 
having the confidence in the Dookie Browns because this Dookie Browns, um, the Colts weren't bad last year with Jacoby Brissett, and I just Philip Rivers just is going to be fucking phenomenal there. He's got some protection finally. Maybe he'll stop having kids now that he's got some protection to believe in. Uh, but Jack Doyle, my number seven. Pretty good. Um, <clears throat> for my number seven, I'm going with uh, Hunter Henry. Uh, he was really good for the Chargers last year with Philip Rivers there. Um, whether or not he's going to have the same kind of connection with Herbert, but uh, that's to be determined or whatever. So depends um, on if it's Herbert or Tyrod Taylor. Sorry. I think I think they'll probably end up with Tyrod Taylor first starting out, but I say by week three, Herbert's going to move in and. and <laughs> or or Colin well, Kaepernick. I knew you were going to say it. No. No, I think. Uh, I don't see him ever coming back, to be honest with you. He's he's washed up and shitty anyway. So, um, but yeah, I think Hunter Henry is going to be pretty decent. I think he'll, he'll at least get pretty, you know, probably like top six in numbers this year. But I got him at number seven. So. All right, so my number six is Jared Cook. Uh Jerry Cook did well last year in New Orleans. He's got a healthy Drew Brees who will probably play throughout the season, hopefully. Um, so I just think that he's just going to still remain in the top ten based on that fact. I mean, granted, yes, like I said, Michael Thompson, <laughs> just to fuck with you. Uh, Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders are there, too. Uh, I think they just take them down and – just the red zone, I think they'll hit Cook quite often just because he's a big-bodied guy. And I don't think I said – They'll be looking at Thomas in the end zone. I don't think I said Thomas Sand. I think I said because they have Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. And you said Michael Thomas Sand? No, nah, I thought you said Thompson. I could have thought you said Thompson. Oh, maybe I'm just ready to troll your ass and I'm just hearing shit. Maybe I am. Well, I guess the video will, re- will reveal whether or not I fucked up or not. Hey, oh, it's, yeah. it's not like I could fucking, you know. It's Tron time, buddy. Tron time, motherfucker. All right, so you just did your number six. Correct? Yes. Okay. So I, uh, I'm i going with Darren Waller. Um. I think he's going to have a pretty good season. I mean, Derek Carr really doesn't have anybody to throw to. So, I mean, he's pretty much him and, you know, other than handing the ball off to Jacobs, what else does he got there? I mean, I don't even really know too many of the decent receivers there in, in, for the Raiders, other other than who they drafted, you know, the first-round draft pick or whatever, the one receiver out of Alabama. So, but he's still a rookie, so he can't really depend on him. All right, so my number five is quite a change, quite the awe. Uh, not because he's going to be jumping in the top ten. It's because he's consistently in the top ten, and he's dropping down to the fifth spot. And that's Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs. The reason why is the reason why I don't have Tyreek Hill in the top ten in the order receivers. Uh, I think just going to run Clyde the Glide a lot, man. I, yeah, I think he's going to be a really 
a proven running back. Uh, I'm putting my stock in that guy to be at least the rookie running back of the year. Uh, that's a pretty good statement considering the, all the decent running backs that came in the league. Uh, but I think the fact that he's got just a better surrounding cast, uh, he's coming in a better situation. Than, so that's why he's going to have. So therefore that leaves the production to go down on Kelsey and Hill and Watkins. Surprisingly, it's hard to say that Patty Holmes as a number one quarterback, but not getting as many throws. But I still think he will uh, get a lot of touchdowns. Uh, well, touchdown passes when they get to the end zone. So therefore, his stats will stay intact as a number one quarterback. But yeah, uh, Travis Kelsey drafts down to number five. Okay, so for my number five, I'm going with uh, Evan Ingram. And I just think that, you know, Daniel will be pretty decent this year, I think, for uh, for the Giants. Um, they didn't really improve a whole lot on offense or defense. So I looked for them to be at least the bottom, you know, in the bottom of their division throughout the season. But I, I do think that uh, – Ingram will probably get a lot more receptions this year and probably a lot more red zone touchdowns. So that's why I got him at number five this year. All right, so my number four, he only moves up one spot. That's Zach Ertz, Philadelphia. I mean, what can I say about Zach Ertz that he hasn't shown himself? He's a pretty talented tight end, uh, very physical, uh, great Great catcher. Um, he's just going to rake in a lot of targets still, regardless if there's Carson Wentz or, you know, whatever else. Starting. Huh? Jalen Hurts. Or Jalen Hurts because Carson Wentz gets Hurts, so Hurts will start. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so Zachers, Hurts, Hurts, and Wurtz, and – Squirts and Wentz and whatever the fuck. Bunch of rhyming. But he, yeah, four for me was Zach Ertz. Uh, mine, number four, is also Zach Ertz. Um, basically the same thing you just said. Like, he's going to get a lot of targets this year. Um, he's a reliable tight end. He's always – he was really great for them in the in the Super Bowl. So, too bad they don't have the same quarterback throwing to them like they did with Big Dick Nick. So, um I don't know. I, I, it just seems like Carson Wentz, he's a hit and miss kind of kind of player. Like the last few years, he's been injured, you know. So um, I do think eventually he'll probably get hurt again. You know, shocker. And we'll see Hurts. And, and that's about the only time I'll see Zach Ertz's, uh number, numbers going down a little bit just because it would be a rookie quarterback coming in. Um, How about so those name of those backups, man? Big Nick, Nick Hurts. <laughs> Didn't know how to pick them. <laughs> so that's why number four, that's why I picked them. So. All right, my number three is Darren Waller, Las Vegas Raiders. He did very well last year. And also, just like Russ Wilson, just like Philly Ribs, Derek Carr likes to hit his tight ends a lot. Really because of the fact that Tyrell Williams was uh, 
hit or miss throughout the season. I mean, he had some good games. And, and you might say, hey, they got Henry Ruggs. He's going to be the next Tyreek Hill. I don't think he makes that leap in the NFL. I think he's still kind of yeah. – I mean, Tyrell didn't do so hot last year, so I don't know. It's hard to say if Ruggs will be a wide receiver too in Las Vegas. He might battle it out, but barely because he doesn't have – much strong competition with Tyrell Williams. Uh, but outside of uh, Josh Jacobs running down people's throats, getting another 1,000-yard season, uh, I think Carr has to throw it to somebody at some point. And who better than Darren Waller? That's crazy. You got him at number three. Um, but I agree with you. I mean, I should have him – I don't know. I think six is kind of like a fair assessment of him this season. So – um, the new stadium too, new new city. I mean, the expectations are aren't usually very high for teams going into their new stadiums and whatever not, you know. Um, but with my number three, I picked uh, Mark Andrews, and mainly it's because I think that they're going to try to. I don't know, they're going to probably try to uh, run the ball a lot more this season, and I think he'll be a fair fairly good uh, tight end for them, you know, to throw the ball to this season. So I think Hollywood Brown will probably get a lot of receptions this year for receiver wise. But um, I do think that uh, Andrews will probably have quite a few targets in the red zone and you just can't, I mean, it's hard to, hard to determine, you know, what uh, Lamar Miller is going to do this Lamar Miller, Lamar Jackson, sorry. See, I, I caught myself on that one though, but, uh, Jackson, I don't know, like, will teams figure him out? Will he fucking be durable for the whole season this year? I mean, it's just a lot to ask. I don't know for sure what exactly is going to happen. So, but I, I still have him as my top three tight end this year. Yeah. So my number two is your number three, uh, Mark Andrews. I think he does well this year. Um, like you said, they're going to run a lot. But I think the fact that they're – I mean, they're going to run a lot, but less. You know what I mean? They're not going to – they're not going to do that run pass option very much. Uh, they're going to try it for a couple of games, and they're going to get schemed against, and they're going to figure out Lamar Jackson, and he's just going to have to actually throw it. Uh, and they're going to run with, obviously, uh, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram, too. Uh, but I see uh, – Oh, Marky getting a lot of uh, touches, lot, I mean, catches, uh, a lot of targets. So that's why he's my number two. And, you know, like with Jackson, I, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, like, if they figure him out or whatever, it's just his scheme is like the one thing that I heard a lot of players say, if you make Lamar Jackson play quarterback, you can beat him, which is quite an insult. For, for a quarterback to hear. So, and that was the same thing that we used to hear all the time against Ryan Tannehill. You make him play quarterback, he can't beat you. So, my number two, I'm going to go with uh, Travis Kelsey. I know you have him at number five. Um, my main reason why is because he still is a really good uh, um, red zone 
player or whatever, and he's also a really good uh, uh, chain mover. You know, like he's constantly moving the chains for the for the Chiefs. Uh, he's a clutch player. Um, he can definitely, yeah, he's a big body, so like he can push people around and get the ball, you know, go up and get the ball, whatever. So um, I still have him at number two. I, I think his numbers will probably drop, like you said, but not as much as what you're thinking. So I think he still probably is in the top, you know, three, whatever, for uh, for touchdowns this year for tight ends. You, are you okay? You having, having issues? I'm fine, buddy. Number one, George Kittle, brother. That's my number one. I had to hurry up and do that. I uh, had to get that out of the way. Show off my uh, jersey. Pretty fucking clean. Pretty fresh. <laughs> I'm excited about this one. I'm a homer. Two reasons why I'm a homer. Hawkeye fan, Niners fan. Uh, Kittle, who's seen less production as he did last or the year before. Uh, last season kind of fell because he did a lot more blocking. That's the way it was schemed. Uh, I think with Hurd coming back, he's a big guy. And then use check, there's going to be a lot of extra guys to block to help. Kittle get out in the open again, break away, make some catches, make some yards after catches, make motherfuckers jump on his fucking back and not tackle his ass because he's the baddest motherfucker. Because Stone Cold Kittle said so. Dude is one badass motherfucker, and that's also who I have for my number one pick. Uh, he... He exceeds everything when it comes to tight ends and, and any kind of players. Like, he is a true leader. He, he gets that team amped up. You know, like, his sideline, like, when you see him on the sideline, he's just, like, fucking just going up and just, like, headbanging whenever there's fucking music playing. Like, he's ready to fucking go. Uh, he's the type of tight end that I wish that the Dolphins would have, but you lucky some bitches got him and live and learn, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, like George Kittle, he's by far one of the best tight ends I've seen in the last 15, 20 years coming out of uh, college football. You know, re basically a regularly unknown uh, tight end and and uh, come out and, and play as well as he is, as he has been the last two two seasons or whatever, is un unbelievable. And I, and I honestly can, can think that they're probably going to be in the Super Bowl again next year because of his production, so... That's my opinion on him, and can't beat the can't beat the good old Iowa boy. Actually, that's also a good fucking point about him being a team leader. He's very, very good team leader, and he says uh, Jimmy G's pretty good team leader too. But yeah, uh, Kittle can fucking Jimmy, fire up the fucking sideline. More like the silent leader, like he doesn't have to, you know, raise his voice to be one of the guys. You know, like they already have his respect, so. Uh, but with Kittle, like, he's more vocal and he's more of a character in a sense. I, I mean, he definitely has, like, a future outside of the NFL after he's done and calls it, calls it good, you know, like a career. Um, I, I could see him probably being in, like, you know, movies or something, you know, commercials, whatever, other than the other commercials that he's in right now. So, but, uh, yeah, he's a good fucking player, man. I'm – Damn glad to, to be friends with him on Facebook and uh, just know that he's a decent person in, uh, in real life too. So, 
yeah, he's good dude on and off the field, great character, uh, great uh, sportsman that shows that, uh, you know, he's got great character and he's a good leader and he's a good role model for uh, the young guys coming up. You know, sometimes when you're younger, when I was younger anyways, nobody really thought, you know, tight ends. Uh, now we're seeing the better production out of a lot of tight ends. They're catching a lot of receptions, you know, the Kelsey, the Ertz, and, you know, really you only had, you only could, I mean, there is some good tight ends I could just reminisce and say, but it wasn't something that you thought when you're a kid, you know, you think you either wanted to be a fucking quarterback or running back, receiver. Or really, or I mean, end. or defensive, yep. But, you know, he's starting to make a very good name for the tight end, uh, even though they kind of already has been with Kelsey Nerds, but he's uh, fucking just leaps and bounds taking that tight end name to the fucking forefront. Good conversations of football. Damn right. And with that, that concludes the show. Uh, we are going to come at you with the top 10 defenses here soon. Uh, if you guys have a different opinion about your top 10, go fuck yourself. Just kidding. Go ahead and write down your top 10 in the comments. Or just say you guys are stupid as fuck. I don't care what you say. Uh, like and share, comment. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, tell your friends about us. Uh, nothing but good shit, I hope. Uh, but till then, we are Ben. And I'm Brian. Show. And uh, we're fucking out. Peace.